Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Free the Bishops podcast. I'm your host, Carmelite Quotes, and whenever we get together, we are talking about the events in Nicaragua, especially concerning the religious persecution there. And today, we have a guest with us, and this is Muriel Signs, and she is a great friend of ours. How are you doing, Muriel? I'm doing good, Carmelita. So nice to be here with you. Thank you for joining us. You know, we're not going to have a long conversation tonight. We're going to keep our conversation focused on one or two items. They're items that uh, Muriel and I both feel very strongly about. And let's just get right into it. There have been new images published by the dictatorship of Daniel Ortega in Nicaragua, images of the imprisoned bishop, Rolando Jose Alvarez from the Matagalpa Diocese. Now, this has happened before. When the regime in Nicaragua gets some sort of international pressure, especially from the United States, they go into overdrive and they produce a photo array showing the bishop. Uh, the last time we saw an image of the bishop, he was sitting in some kind of a day room, surrounded by food, watching government TV on the cable, on the big screen, and looking very bored not even bored. Uh, he did not crack a smile in any of the photos. Isn't that right, Muriel? Yes, that is correct, Carmelita. It's, it's very upsetting that they have uh, such a fine person incarcerated, a bishop um, of the Catholic Church uh, in that condition. And they um, parade his pictures um, at, at, you know, just they've done it twice now. That's right. And, uh, you know, those previous photos, uh, I forget the, the date, was it in August? Um, or it may have been later than that. Nonetheless, whenever the first moto, photo montage was produced, uh, nobody was really fooled. Uh, anyone who knew the bishop who was familiar with the bishop, who had seen photos of the bishop, was able to say, he's lost a tremendous amount of weight. He does not look healthy. He's skin and bones, and that's the truth. Uh, he was losing hair. He had more gray hair. Yes. And the photos were quite alarming, weren't they, Muriel? Yes, the photos are alarming. They... Uh they uh, dressed them with a pink the latest one that was released yesterday uh december 2nd um january 2nd Janu i'm sorry january 2nd he's wearing a pink sh shirt it looks brand new and, yes brand and, new and the, brand new not only brand new but um in the heat of nicaragua they have him wearing a long sleeve shirt that is correct. And uh, the, there is a couple of pictures where he's laying down and you can see his stomach and his hand. 
and you can see the difference in the skin color between the stomach, the hand, and his face. So I don't know if they are, uh, these pictures are altered and they have changed the, the skin color of the person on his face, but you can definitely see how pale his skin is on his stomach and his head compared to his face. Absolutely, he's white as a sheet. And when I looked at the photo, at that particular photo, uh, in regard to his hands, his hands were so little. Um, yeah, uh, in regard to that, you know how when I hate to say this, but you know how you go to a funeral, and you go to the viewing at the funeral home. And you can see the hands and the skin is just hanging from the hands from the bones you know what i'm talking about yes yes he looked that's what that's what his hands look like in the photo where he was laying down yes and i was alarmed yes i was i was alarmed too um there is one picture in particular that is kind of shocking to me because um he looks like he's smiling or even laughing with somebody while he's sitting down but that smile looks like a filter from uh, one of the applications my daughter uses, Snapchat. Exactly. And the other thing that I noticed in the photo where he is uh, laying on an exam table, mm -hmm. it appeared that he was wearing pampers, that he was wearing adult diapers. Oh, uh, I, I haven't... Uh seen that but i am certainly gonna be looking at that picture again uh, yeah if you look at the photo where you mentioned that you can see his stomach how mm -hmm. white it is mm -hmm. if you look at the hands that i was just remarking that there's like no muscle on the fingers on yeah. the hands mm -hmm. um and then uh you you mentioned the fact that the color of bishop alvarez's face is different from the pallor of his skin uh that's the photo where he's laying down and he's got wires attached to him and as if they're doing something, but you can't see an EKG machine. So it's who knows what they're trying to pull off. Exactly. Uh, and they're but they're not, they're not fooling anyone. Who do they think they're fooling? But look at that photo and see what is emerging on the top of his jeans. Because to me, it looks like he's wearing adult diapers. You're correct. There is something white there that does not look like underwear. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. And it was Father, one of the priests who is in exile, who was uh, severely uh, besieged by the police, is named Uriel Vallejos. And Father Vallejos was the one who made that observation in social media saying what is this pampers business the bishop never used to wear pampers yeah you can you can see his facial expression when they're taking his temperature as well that is the the, the look that he has is just not right there's something not yeah right. it, yeah it's it these are staged photos this is a media show uh and why did the dictatorship suspect that they needed to put on a new media show it's because the united states of america the state department issued a new warning to nicaragua 
stating that they must immediately and unconditionally release Bishop Alvarez, as well as all the others who are in forced disappearance. Right. And so when that happens, the Ortega regime goes into high gear, let's produce some photos, try to prove to everybody and their cousin that the bishop is well taken care of he's doing fine well exactly well we we the people that know him that can see the skin color and these pictures uh we know that he's he's not right yeah it's not right have you seen also any of the reports about the recent radio addresses by the vice president slash wife slash co-president Rosario Murillo? No, uh, I on purpose do not listen to that lady. Um, <laughs> everything that comes out of her, it's completely the opposite of reality. And uh, I just... I, I think that's accurate. Yeah. I think that's very accurate. Yeah. She, uh, she has had a couple of radio addresses today on the 3rd of January, yesterday on the 2nd of January, that were hmm, questionable in content. Wow. She called, she has a, this is similar to what uh, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt used to have with his little fireside chats. President Ronald Reagan used to have a little fireside chat, and I can't remember how many other presidents have done the same. Well, Madame Murillo has a fireside chat on state radio in which she talks about yesterday, uh, was it yesterday? Yes. Yesterday on the 2nd, she was talking about infectious disease statistics, how many cases of COVID, how many cases of dengue, of leptospirosis, of malaria were being reported as if she's reading the uh, stock market news or the agricultural markets news. Yes, we had uh, X number of cases of, and I was just, staggered to think that Nicaragua, which claims to be so proactive in caring for its population, will even permit COVID, malaria, dengue, leptospirosis, and will not take steps to eradicate. Now, Muriel, what is going on there? I think uh, Rosario Murillo has completely lost touch with reality. Uh, she is not a person who is correcting her uh, mental health. Uh, that's that's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, this lady, yeah, she... this lady is criminal and has already participated in in acts against crimes against humanity. Uh, to to its own people, and he's taking it out right now on not only the bishops and priests, but also anyone who goes to their church. As an example, there is a young man who on Sunday service on the, the January 1st, 
He was carrying a small Nicaraguan flag in his hand, a picture of Monsignor, um, the bishop from El Salvador. What, what, what was his name? Romero? The bishop from, uh, yes, yes Arch, Archbishop Romero. Archbishop Romero. And uh, he was in church, and then he said, you know, Viva la Iglesia Católica, and Viva los Obispos. And then afterwards, he disappeared. The police kidnapped him, and he's still in complete disappearance. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, folks, just in case you're unfamiliar with the unhinged, that's my adjective, the unhinged comments of this uh, vice president, queen consort in Nicaragua, Rosario Murillo, yesterday said, how can we believe in personalities who exude evil? She's reserving, she's referring to the bishops and to the priests. How can we believe in big mouth personalities who talk about greed, envy, selfishness, and evil? How can we believe that they are God's representatives on earth? That was her first address this year through the pro-government media. And then she goes on. The expressions of certain persons who we see, here again she's referring to bishops, how can we believe in their faces, well-known faces full of destruction, demolition, and above all, images of farce, deceit, and fraud? That is not what God's face looks like. Well... Rosario, dear, she, she, look in the mirror. She's the least person on earth, I would think, that could speak about good and, and wholesome people, especially she should not be talking about God, period. Yeah, yeah period, period, exactly. So what do you think could happen next? Are we going to have another media show? Are we going to... Uh, see more priests? Well, yes, we're going to see more priests arrested. It is, that's, it is my, that's personal, my personal opinion that uh, this lady, along with her husband, because he's not free of sin here, um, that they're trying to round up anyone who even who they think could be uh, against them, and they will round them up and put them on a plane out of the country. I think that's probably what's going to happen next. I don't know for sure. No, we don't know. Everything is speculation. But this is, uh, shall we say, informed speculation because we've been observing this dictatorship myself for the last five years, Muriel for even longer. Muriel, tell our listeners what you're doing right now with your legal work. Well, uh, I started helping people about five years ago, so I decided to go back to school. I became a court representative, so I help uh, I help anyone, but, but I'm trying to concentrate my efforts on Nicaraguan uh, persecuted people to help them with their asylum cases. That's outstanding. Does your... Uh law your legal practice as a court representative does it have a name can people contact you through your business yes we have a nonprofit organization called nicaragüenses en el mundo texas and i am a court representative i am uh, in the department 
Department of Justice listed as a recognized court representative and also the organization is a recognized organization as well. That's wonderful. I think it's just fabulous the work that you are doing and you and I have had the opportunity to collaborate before with other immigration cases. Um, I was just talking to one of the cases, one of the people who you went to meet at a bus station and uh, I was talking with him yesterday. I was talking with his brother yesterday and uh, they both you know if it was not for good-hearted people like you assisting immigrants in true need of asylum uh, I don't know where we would be because there are needy cases where people are credibly threatened and uh, if we can help them I want us to help them as a nation as a Catholic Church and uh, certainly as individuals, and you've done that, and I'm so grateful to you. Thank you, Deb. I just listen to what God tells me to do, and and I'm led to help others, and He does the rest, because I am, when I look back at everything that has happened within the last five years, I'm, I'm just amazed at what God has done, because there is no way I could have done this, all of this things that I have been involved with you know just me it's without his help that's right mm -hmm. well your Carmelita loves you and your Carmelita is so thrilled that we were able to talk today I want to say thanks again and uh, please come back thank you thank you for having me and uh, and I really appreciate your friendship Carmelita it it means a lot to me, too. And so, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in today. Our next podcast will be coming up tomorrow, and Rosary Mom and I will continue the discussion of the current events in Nicaragua, the additional detentions that have been made. And uh, also, we will have Inez San Martin from the Pontifical Mission Society in the United States. She will be joining us. We were unable to record with Inez today, but she wants to come back as quickly as possible. She knows Bishop Alvarez personally. She knows Bishop Silvio Jose Baez personally. She has done as a journalist for Crooks Media Outlet. She has visited Nicaragua and visited many of the dioceses in the nation. So we are looking forward to talking with Inez soon. Once again, thanks every much, very much everyone for joining us. Thank you, Muriel. And let's pray the Lord's Prayer before we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory now and forever. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Muriel. Have a good, good evening. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Until next time. Bye-bye, everyone. Peace be with you.